Welcome to the Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. We're two moms aspiring to create elegant spaces and gracious homes while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. Today on the show, we're talking about one area of hospitality we just can't get away from, children's birthday parties. Parties at home, parties at venues, parties with family, and parties for itty-bitties. We're tackling all your burning questions about how to mark your children's milestones. Plus, Miss America birthday parties, children's parties with no children allowed, and how conscientious parents are getting their kids ready for the New York City nightclub scene. All that and more on today's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And welcome everyone to the Home Hour. We have a big day today. We are talking about parties, birthday parties, and we are going to be specific and talk about children's birthday parties. And you lost me. Children's birthday parties. I was so on board. Oh, you're like, wah, wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) You want to just not have to throw them. Well, we cannot get out of them. It's like cooking dinner. They just keep rolling around and you usually have as many of them as you have children. So we're going to talk about them today and discuss them. We've had a lot of good listener questions and we are going to address as many of your concerns and questions as we possibly can. But we have a sponsor today. We do. We have a fun sponsor. We have partnered with Studio Sweden. And I'm kind fancy. Of, well, no, no, no. I'm kind of joking when I say that, but really, like, try to say their name and not sound kind of exotic and sexy. So it's not studio. studio. It's like so, 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 so say studio without the T. Studio, studio, very fancy. Studio. Yeah, I mean, international you sponsors. Whoa, <laughs> big time! The home hour is okay. like a global home. A global this home, amazing. Um, but what is Studio Sweden besides an excuse to use fun words? Um, it is premium headphones. I will be the first to admit, I was late to the game on the premium headphone thing. Like I didn't get it. I just grabbed whatever was at the checkout line at the drugstore. Oh no, no, no! Now I get it. When you have listened to your music, working out, when you've listened to Graham's beautiful voice on a podcast. In a premium headphone saying Sudio, let me just tell you. <laughs> no, it you just really never does. Want to go back. Yeah, you will never go back. You don't know what you've been missing. And then the other thing about these headphones is Bluetooth. Again, late to the game, late adapter. I thought maybe, oh, it's like another bells and whistles. It's something I don't need. No, totally wrong. Bluetooth is a game changer. I walk around my house normally without my Bluetooth headphone with my, you know, iPad kind of tucked in a pocket or my iPhone tucked in a pocket or you know, wires, it's a nightmare. No, this way I can put it on my kitchen counter, it's charging, and I can walk around freely without cords hanging out of my ears. Bluetooth is where it's at for headphones. And then also, I just switched to the new headphone or the new iPhone that has the um, weird new jack. You know what I'm talking about? How they have a new... Darn, you said what I was going to say. Yeah, because it's such a game changer because unless you have that kooky plug-in, you don't have any place to plug in your um, your old school headphones. So with the Studio Swedens, you do not need... (laughs) <laughs> a job. No, it's, oh, I, I mean, honestly, there's nothing that is more depressing than going to the gym, really motivating yourself to work out and then being like, I have, I have not, I don't have my little weird adapter thing. I can't work out. Yeah, this stinks. Well, so they're wonderful. And I need to go on the website, Studio Sweden, because they're not just handy and, and premium and Bluetooth. They're gorgeous. Like, they would look yeah, they're really they're really office. sexy. They have a little gold on them. They're very cool looking. Yeah, a little gold. Um, a little, a but little they're also bling. good for men. 
Yeah. Like, I'm going to get a pair for my husband. Are you um, really? I think he's going to love that. You can get a pair for Yeah, he will, because he likes to work happened. out, and I think that'll be good for him for when yes. he's just running around. But anyway, we have a special offer for we any do. of our listeners. If you go to the Studio Sweden website uh, and you type in the home hour as a promo code, they give you 15% off. So hopefully you enjoy and go check it out. Um, they're pretty cool. Just go look at the website and kind of look at the designs. They are pretty sleek, and we are thrilled to be partners with them. So Absolutely. thank you again, Studio Sweden. Thank you, Studio Sweden. And all because right. it is October, we should also bring up that they're going to put, um, they're going to donate ten percent of all their profits to the Swedish Breast Cancer Foundation. So, um, you know, it's a worldwide problem, and we are just that's how we roll, just international. Inter- we are international women of mystery. Um, no, <laughs> not so much. Thank but you, Studio. Check them out, everybody. You're going to really, uh, you're going to thank us for your new sleek headphones. Yeah, these are pretty pretty tight. I felt like a gangsta with mine on. All right, moving on. We have a um, audio message from one of our listeners, Melissa. And Melissa is kind of the person who got this ball rolling for us and just really kind of brought to light how much we needed to discuss birthday parties. So without further ado, we're going to listen to Melissa's question and then we're going to address it. Hi, Kirsten Graham. I really enjoy your show and would love to hear about your traditions regarding celebrating your children's birthdays. Do you have a friend's party in addition to an extended family party every year? Do you have an age in mind when you think you'll start to phase out the parties? For instance, I'd love to have family parties for my daughter until she's 18. But do you think that sounds crazy? Also, how much do you feel is an appropriate dollar amount to spend on birthday gifts? Nieces and nephews versus friends. Thanks so much. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. All right. Thanks, Melissa. Yes. Thank you, Melissa. We love this question. So for me, October is... I was already kind of in this mode even before we got her question um, because my birthday, my husband's birthday, my daughter's birthday, all in October. And then we have um, my niece and nephew live down the street. Their kids are the same age as us. Uh, we we all um, have birthday parties together a lot of times. And they also have birthdays in October. So I'm already totally in birthday mode. And then we got this question. Uh, kind of couldn't not do a show on it. Yeah, it's a great concept. And I think we are going to just try to keep it to talking about kids parties for 12 and under. I know a lot of you maybe have teenagers and older kids, but um, we'll try to hit that in a different episode at a different time. But we've kind of divided today's episode into three parts. So we're going to just kind of generally talk about parties. And then we like, should you have one? Um, How do we do it? The very basics, the kind of macro level. And then we'll try to hit some specifics of actual birthday parties that we've thrown or things that we think have been successful. And finally, we'll cover kind of some of those murky birthday party questions that you might have that we all seem to have, such as, you know, how do we fold birthday parties into our existing lives? I know that seems so silly, but once you start planning birthdays, it gets a little hectic. But I think, Kirsten, we wanted to start just talking about some birthday parties from our past, blast from the past. And maybe can you tell me, like, what's the best birthday party you remember having as a child? And what's the best birthday party you remember going to as a child? Okay, well, let's both of us start off with the ones we remember, because we're going to at some point do a show just about our dads, because <laughs> our dads are the most interesting men in the world. Um, so we, I remember the medical supply birthday party where my dad Wait, literally. You're making this up. No, I'm sorry to tell you, I'm not making this. This up. is fun because this is before I knew you. Wait, what? What? This was medical my, supplies? I think, only birthday party at home as like a child, and my dad like brought home like medical packaging materials. So kids came over. He it wasn't laid like out his medical, medical waste, supplies. Just to clarify, this was like <laughs> packaging material that like pacemakers came in, and it was like very specific packaging material, and we played with them. 
But no, I think my actually like my best party, my parents did throw a lot of very sweet parties for me. Um, I grew up in Phoenix and we did an old McDonald's farm party. That was really fun. A hayride. That was a cute Ooh, that one. That is a good one. Uh-huh. Okay. We did, um, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of slumber parties. We'll get into slumber parties in a minute, but I remember having a great time at slumber parties and my parents were obviously very kind to allow lots of little girls to spend the night, so. Yeah, that is kindness because I've started sleepover age and it is like it's oh, truly like taking we'll one for the team. We'll like I love them, but I invite kids to sleep over so that my kid will be invited to sleep over. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard because, you know, you're up all night and then you're up early in the morning. And you're like, oh, what are you doing in my bedroom? Like someone else's child. That's yeah, a terrible it's idea. Great. OK, we'll get to that in a minute, um, though. But I, I, I'm, I'm dying to hear about the Graham childhood parties. Well, I had a few. My brother, actually, I have to say, had some cooler parties than I did. Like, my mom had a full-on gorilla suit that she would just wear for no reason whatsoever. Like, a legit, not a joke gorilla suit, like a real one that you could use for the movies. And we also have this old red Chevy pickup truck. And I remember she used to really just like to put it on and put us in the back of the red pickup truck and drive around the neighborhood. And then for one of my brother's birthday parties, she thought it would be really fun if she wore the gorilla suit with some pearls, put it now remember this is Long Island. So like this does not play well in Long Island. Like I don't old, know where a gorilla suit and pearls is like, oh, that's our thing. Like what part of the country is right. that? Totally normal. Right. It was a cops and robbers themed birthday party. So she puts the gorilla suit on. She puts on the pearls. She loads us all up in like the back of the pickup truck, which, of course, like would anyone get away with that these days? No, because like there was no seatbelts. Oh, and she put some hay bales up to even make it less safe. Right. So like we were all like really high up. So there was no guard, you know, holding us in. <laughs> it wasn't like we were sitting down in the back of the cab like we were up. And then she found a policeman to like chase us around the neighborhood. Um, and that was really fun. So it was legit we cops and robbers. Legit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were being kidnapped by a gorilla in pearls and like the policeman <laughs> chased us around the neighborhood and it was a delightful good time. It was a rocking good time. So that was a good party. Um, and then so you're saying maybe we don't just birthday. need a show about our dads. We also might need to bring our gorilla mothers. Well, OK, that's one thing. I feel like we spend a lot of time like hiring performers. You know, I've been to a lot where like here comes Spider-Man, which we've got a kick butt Spider-Man here in Birmingham. Like no joke. I think some moms want to get with Spider-Man. Um, sorry, we digress. It's Friday. Um, but anyway, what was I saying? I got distracted. Um, you got distracted oh, thinking about Spider-Man? To... You've got a glassy look in your eyes. <laughs> you have not seen the Spider-Man. Like, no joke. The moms show up at a party and we're like, ooh, you got Spider-Man. And we're really, really excited. All the moms, that's the party that all the moms stay for. He comes, he drives over from Atlanta. <laughs> he also. Yeah, we, this guy's big time. Like, he he also dresses as Captain Jack. So we're really going down a rabbit hole. This always happens. <laughs> All right, we're moving forward. Um, Anyway, my thought is, is why are we always paying these people to dress up when we can just have the dads dress up? Or the moms, apparently. Yeah, or the moms, too. But, like, you know, for example, like, if we needed, you know, a Power Ranger to come, why don't we just rent an adult Power Ranger costume and I could have my husband, like, dress up and he could be the Power Ranger. But, um, so... As far as my favorite parties, so that was a good one. We made a lot of paper mittens. I'm a January birthday. Oh, and, yeah, that's a big um, deal is what part of what time of year it is and like what part of the country you live in. Yeah, we did a lot of ice skating. That was fun. Oh, that's um, cute. So, you know, we I have really happy memories of my birthday parties. My mom put a lot of time and effort into them. Um, we played a lot of old school games that like pin the tail on the donkey. That was a big, it, big, you know, big one. You know, Dizzy Izzy. We did a lot of like. 
you know, bobbing for apples. I never get tired of bobbing for apples. Because <laughs> it's unhygienic. So you like it. Donuts on a stick. I love donuts on a stick. Wait, in fact, we just did that at my I don't know what donuts party. on a stick is. Is that like donuts on a string? Yeah, donuts on when you like you take a yardstick, you know, and you tie the like little mini donuts on strings. Oh, okay. And the kids yeah, yeah, have yeah. to eat them without okay. using their hands. That's a classic. Classic party games are a really good thing to bring back because nobody's doing them anymore. When's the last time you hokey pokeyed? Uh I feel like I hokey pokey on a, on a frequent basis. I don't know. Don't you go to parties with DJs? DJs love a hokey pokey. Yeah. Okay, can then can we segue? Because I want to talk about the best party I remember going to. And yeah, no yeah, yeah. I want to stay in the past because the past is fun. I love my own childhood memories. Forget my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, yeah, well, everything in, in your crazy childhood, Graham, what were the most wild, fun, memorable parties in Long Island growing up as a kid? Okay, we had this place called El Torito, and El Torito was like a Mexican, I want to say it was not a fancy Mexican restaurant, but it was like a Mexican cave. There were no windows in this place. Like you went to El Torito and you were basically, it was almost like going to a church lock-in. Like it was dark. <laughs> there were no windows. It's funny you like, said church lock-in because I was, I was like kind of envisioning like a casino, like no windows. Is it? Is it yeah, day? yeah, no is clocks, no windows. Like you were at the hands of like the Mexican establishment during this birthday party. Like you walked in and the bar closed. So basically like the bar to the door closed. And there was a dance floor in the middle of this Mexican restaurant and you could go and that was the whole thing. Like there was a DJ and you danced and you did lots of kind of almost like bar mitzvah party dance games, you know, like three-legged races and stuff like that. And then you danced your brains out and then you ate a big plate of rice and beans. And like I asked my mother for an El Torito birthday party for about a decade, um, like well into my teens, well past people, like well past like when El Torito closed down. Um, Wait, what age was one. it that you guys were going to like the discotheca for kids? Oh, like six, seven, eight, nine. And then we'd alternate with Benny Hanna. Benny Hanna was six, the other seven, eight, nine grade age. or you were that age? No, year. Sorry. Maybe 10, I guess. Yeah. Six, six that's seven, like eight, a nine, kindergartner. Ten. Yeah. Yeah, but I loved it. It was great. We would boogie. <laughs> you guys start down. your discotheca training early, is what you're saying? <laughs> we start our discotheca. <laughs> Someday you will you're be right studying abroad and you will need these skills. Good point. Yes, it was like a primer for like a life to come in the city. Yeah, it was like Long Island training. You went to El Torito to learn how to like live in the big city. I never oh, thought great. of that. Life skills. Well, then we did Benihana birthday parties. Did you have Benny like, so Japanese steakhouse? We had one right by our house. And um, Benihana was kind of one of the the first Japanese steakhouses. And that was great fun. Like, everyone loved it. Right. But Benihana has gone, has gone downhill because we did a Benihana party for my son because he loves, um, that's his favorite thing as a teppanyaku grill. I mean, he cannot get enough. And they don't do flames. They don't do fire. You've got, I know, so lame. They're right, so it's lame smoke. now. It's smoke and steam now. you got to find Ugh. like the mom and pop ones because- you got to find the, old school. You're so right because mm-hmm. of all these rules and yeah, regulations. Without, yeah, people like, like kind of like give good, their lawyers a wink and a nod. That's what you want. That's what you want. Right? Like, you want flames under flying the, at you. What you need is a Japanese steakhouse located in the vault of El Torito. <laughs> that, that way nobody could see what was going on inside, like a covert <laughs> Japanese steakhouse. <laughs> Yes. You're you right. make these um, shrimps sparkle and I will not tell anyone. <laughs> more lighter coming fluid. out of my oh, onion no, volcano. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like no one was allowed to say if they did or did not eat like fried rice. Like you just got it. <laughs> it 
just everything just went on your gluten free stuff, guys. We just went. I know. Burn off the gluten. Like you just took what you got. Um. All right. Well. Okay. I would like to share with you my best birthday parties as a child. There was not a feminist bone in anyone's body at this point. Every single slumber party, Miss America. Every single one. Did you do a ton of Miss America slumber parties? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, not Miss America slumber parties, but um, but yeah, beauty pageant contestants. Oh, we loved beauty pageants. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm glad to know that wasn't shocker. Just a we crazy... do have a we do have a podcast called the Home Hour. Like, obviously, <laughs> maybe you and I are like a little bit skewed. <laughs> no, 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 no. But well, mm, here's the thing, though. Like, I, I mean, this is a different conversation, I guess. But um, like, I had, I did not like to play with dolls. Like, I wouldn't like to play school. Yeah. Like, I didn't have that nurturing female gene mm-hmm. but I certainly had the like I want to do a lot of hair and make them wear fancy dresses like that was big <laughs> and <laughs> and so Miss America slumber parties were where it was at in the 90s that was a ton of fun I how mean, did it I just go had, down what how did it go so I maybe we oh, didn't have, oh I would I just love like I would I love Miss America I would love to outline the details of this incredible party for you so there were stations and there was like the makeup station you know caboodles out wet and wild makeup ready to go and then there was the hair station (laughs) with like lots of you know nine-year-old girls having free access to curling irons lots of burns the aloe aloe vera was right there (laughs) ready at the ready and then um and then the best uh nails obviously goes without saying and then the best one I've ever been to was my friend Ashley's house and Ashley's mom was a genius and she bought maybe let's say there's you know 12 girls there she bought all 12 of us um a swab of fabric that was maybe like a not a twin size flat sheet we were small you know so maybe half a twin size and they were satin like lavender pink fuchsia and then do you remember those circle plastic a swatch of fabric swatch swatch (laughs) of fabric whatever I'm sitting here thinking, what the like heck? A piece so of fabric. Okay. It's a piece of fabric. Let's so. not let's not digress. Keep going, Miss America. <laughs> but you know those plastic like circle rings for t-shirts? Do you remember that from the 90s? Oh yeah. And you would yes, tie never your one, t-shirt off kind of off to the side through it. Like it had so, a horizontal yeah. bar. Anyhow, so she bought us mm-hmm. each this fabric, a horizontal bar, and like an oversized safety pin, and you had to design your own evening gown. It was like Project Runway meets the makeover show also then of course there was the talent competition so there was also an element of like america's got talent where you'd work on your dance so that is a great party really we just worked really hard for like five hours to prepare for the pageant and then there was the pageant and then there was the tears and the fights and then we just went to bed but it was it always was the same it was great but those were those were my best parties growing up those are that is absolutely fantastic so you can definitely you can just recreate that for your daughter because that's pretty cool Real is that a uh, And then for boy party version, what you do if you're a mother of boys as I am is you just find out where the Miss America party is happening. You let the boys surround the house, open the door, and let them rip the costumes to shreds and TP <laughs> steal your makeup. Yeah, and, like, Terrible. Exactly. All right. Poor Melissa is listening to this thinking, ladies, I wrote you for help and you <laughs> and have you not, are not helpful. provided okay. the help. You have not provided the help we've asked for. So let's set the stage. We are going to just chat about general party questions for birthday parties. Okay. Right. And I think Melissa's question also was was specific in that, um, you know, I did not grow up with a ton of cousins. So this idea of a family party, it's something that I'm now dealing with as a mother with lots of cousins in town. And it's wonderful. I I shouldn't say the word dealing with because it's it's a blessing. It's a blast. But, But yeah, I do think that 
that does weigh into how you plan birthday parties for your children, whether or not you have extended family and you can do a family party or or you just say, you know, no, we, we're going to do friends. So I think that was a, a big part okay. of this question so, as well, right? All right. So backing up, we both think you should throw birthday parties for your children. That's probably a good plan. That's the overarching point. Yeah, I mean, not always, right? Circumstantial. Okay. But like, okay, so you choose to throw them. And so what do you do? Do you have a family party and a kids party type thing? Or do you do one? Do you do both? What's your, how does it Well, I have a best friend named Graham who guilt strips me every year into throwing a party, but I'm not a huge fan of birthday parties. They're not, they're not my favorite thing. I'm not super duper excited about birthday parties, but, um, but yes, we do throw them. Right of year. passage. You only get so many. Right. Yeah. We, well, so you, I'll you know what, Graham? What actually, I'm going to throw you, I'm going to throw you some credit because you actually gave me wonderful advice because I was kind of lamenting a birthday party and I was saying every year, three kids, this is crazy. And and you were like, this is a short window and, and enjoy it. And I think that was a really wise It's a really short window. Yeah. Yeah. Those big parties, those big like Chuck E. Cheesy type parties are a very short window, I think. Um you know, this and like, I mean, you could do a home party or whatever, but, um, but so I'll just tell you what we do. We do a family dinner, which is always really nice. We have my in-laws and, you know, if there are any cousins in town and then, um, and then we also do a little kids party. And so we'll, we'll kind of do both things. I think, I mean, nothing special. I mean, we just have dinner, we have dinner and cake, you know, as a family and that way we can kind of open the family presents together. Um, but again, I only have two, so that makes it easy. I mean, I don't, if you had four, that's a lot of partying. That's a lot of like dinners, you know, if you had four children, dinners in your house and dinner parties to throw. So I'm not saying there's one right or wrong way to do it, but I think you and I love parties. So we kind of try to. I love um, parties. But I do have a lot of friends. No, I just, I love parties. I do love entertaining, but there's something about a children's party where that is not the same thing. Like that is an act of love for your child. You know, you're doing this to, to celebrate your child and to make them happy, but like, let's be honest, they're not fun. Yes, that is okay. That's a good. That's a good point. But have you ever done like a family excursion in lieu of a party? I mean, and if you have, have your children ever fully understood that? Because see, I have a lot of friends who'll say, okay, we've taken our kids, you know, on a neat trip that was very, you know, it was expensive or whatever instead of the birthday. But then they always say like the child gets back, and no matter what they said, they were like, we took you skiing or something, just really kind of a big family trip. The child never seems to grasp it. Right. I, I would say I would say that's accurate. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think so, I don't think your kid's going to he's not going to make that connection. I agree with that. And I mean, oh, yeah. well, except for I have like witness. I mean, and this is all witnessing like via Instagram posts, Um, you know, the the parents who are just so fun and they wake up their child at five in the morning. Now, we live five hours from Disneyland, so it's like a 45 minute flight. Um, but they'll wake up their child, you know, first thing in the morning, like wearing Mickey Mouse hats and be like, we're going to Disneyland and do like and make that their family trip to Disney. Um. And I That's think fun. if you if you did Disneyland, you could probably get away with it. But I think anything less than that, I think it's kind of like, wait, well, you guys are probably going to take this trip anyway, and you're trying to pawn it off as my birthday. <laughs> Maybe, maybe right, our kids right. are just not too saying smart. that that's not a good idea. Not saying we don't agree with it, but I've known a lot of people who get burned with that. That's all right. I'm saying is I right. I think it's fine as a parent. I completely accept it, but I have not seen it going over successfully because like the child just knows somehow that they have not had a birthday party. I agree. Um, have you ever skipped a year for your kids? I mean, what year are we talking about here? Their second birthday where they have no idea what's going on or like, I I guess. No, have you ever skipped a main year? I mean, first and second. So we can get into that in a few minutes about what we do for parties. But I um, haven't skipped it. But what I've done is I've sort of alternated between like the big invite every boy in your class and we're going to go to the jump place or we're going to, you know, have everybody over here and do something 
Um, and then they'll like pick four friends and we're going to go somewhere fun and do something really special. Uh, you know, we're going to go to the go-kart racing place or we're going to go to the, which mm-hmm. is a whole nother craziness, um, the rock climbing gym or do something a little bit that you couldn't do with, you know, 15 little kids in your class. So we've done okay. that. We've kind of alternated between like the the bigger party, like the more traditional party and like the excursion with a few best buds. Okay. Or if you could choose between the two, would you do an at-home party or a venue party? Like now that you've done them both, which one would be better for you? Oh, gosh. That's a hard one. I think venues are just oh, so seriously. darn easy. So easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Venue down the way. Yeah, you're no, right. Venue you're right. party, venue. no question. But, but, but for me, it's at like, least. Well, there's how many venue options do you have? Like, I feel like it's the same, like, three parties. Like, we go to the jump place. Yeah, but they're so the happy. They're so, they're so excited. Right, right. It's yeah. also, it's but that's not all broke. They want. Don't fix it. Okay, cool. So we've hit upon venues, but, like, how many people, what's a good number to have at a party? Kids' birthday party. What would you say? Well, I guess how big are your classes at school? Because we're talking about, you know, elementary school age kids, right? Good point. I think what we do basically is there's, a you know, roughly 17 to 20 odd kids in a class. I think that's probably pretty standard across the board for people. Maybe not if you have private school and you have smaller classes. Um, we usually just invite boys um, now because I don't think they usually commingle. At Again, I'm at the seven year age and the four year age. So nobody's commingling right now unless they were at El Torito, which would really be <laughs> spinning, which would be moving. Th- but everything's faster in New York. <laughs> we were totally commingling. We had dates before we even arrived. All right. Um, wow. Okay. Let's move on to party specific questions. <laughs> let's pretend you're having a party at your house for young children, as many of us have done, because I think kind of the early toddler years, you are more apt to entertain in your house because it's kind of like a simple party, maybe a bounce house. And it's, house it's, it's, harder like to, it's harder to monitor toddlers. Yeah. You know what? Actually, when you ask yeah, me about exactly. my house versus venue, I will say like I've, I'm leaning more towards venue as my kids get older because like the kids are bigger. You know, I don't need I don't need 29 year old boys in my house, whereas like, you know, <laughs> eight little babies crawling around. That was easy. Like we put a blanket and, you know, they were good to go. Throw some really? Fisher Price okay. toys or on even- the floor. Yeah. Okay. So are you serving a meal to the kids or are you just doing snacks? Uh, I'm doing Costco pizza without fail every time. So what is it? So Costco pizza, this is a thing for you. What do you do? You go to... <laughs> do I bring up Costco pizza this a lot? lot? Okay. So you just get it. How much is a pizza? It's like $8. It's not bad. Okay. So you must have a Costco near your house. Ours is kind of far away. Oh, yeah. Um, that brings me back. Pizza was like a staple at every single birthday party growing up. And Really, I feel like people don't do as many pizza meals anymore. And see, I'm I'm more apt if I'm planning a party to do it during a very random time, like 10 to 1130. So basically, I'll, I'll do kind of the shoulder times so I could just put out goldfish and cake and be done with it. Right. But it's also it's an activity like it kind of again, it depends what you're doing. But if it's, a, it's an activity. It's like that will take 15 minutes out of planning events oh. for these children. That's a very good point, right? So you can like do your bounce house for a while, eat your pizza. Yeah, that was pretty standard growing up was pizza. I'm glad you're holding strong on that one. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then what there's always the, the kid okay. that's like, can we color? And you're like, no, no, there's Spider-Man's coming. We have a bounce house. And then I have like 15 minutes of pizza. Like we're not going to also do like Spider-Man's do puzzles. Coming. Like, no. <laughs> They're trying to get out your toys. That's great. Right, I love it. right. Do you, okay, wait. Parent food slash alcohol? Yes, no, maybe so. Ooh, what are you doing? Well, it depends. It depends on the, again, here's the thing. When I had a, 
baby. I was a little bit like, why are we having these elaborate first birthday parties? This is silly. But now I've realized, no, 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 no. First birthday parties are awesome because they're really adult parties where like you let a couple kids come and um, right. and they're, they're, we'll get to your first birthday party in a minute because I think we need to elaborate on that. But um, they were really like adult parties, you know? And so at those, we would do some parent food and we would do alcohol and it was really like an adult party. That it was an excuse right. to have a party, right? And now, because right, um, when you have a one-year-old, you need something to do, right? Right. So you're, you're exactly you're looking for like, are there going to be an somewhere. adult so we can talk, and you know, someone else for my children to crawl around and sort of touch, you know? Um, but, um, but now I really feel like the parties are not about the parents. It's most we've really started like the drop-off party. Um, so yeah, so there's no reason to have like adult food and alcohol, and and that does also like that does you know, keep the cost down significantly as well. So, okay, I'm going to throw it out there. This is a little bit awkward, but yes, we're in the age of drop-off parties now. And again, I'm a stay-at-home mom slash part-time podcaster, but you know, every now and then, like I've just kind of, I'm on top of my game. Like I've got stuff done. You know, I don't have that many extra errands to do. (laughs) Do you ever like show up at a party and drop your kid off and say like, well, I kind of don't really want to leave. Like maybe I just want to stay here. And you're that mom? Have you ever gotten? No, that no, don't I be don't. That I leave and I go somewhere, but I mean, it's not like I just want to wander Steinmart by myself. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I just—it's hysterical. You said that. I'm like, you have an hour to wander Home Goods by yourself. <laughs> I know. I knew you'd say that, but it's like sometimes I can find another hour to want. Sometimes I'm just like, well, I mean, I I don't mind staying and watch the kids play flag football for a while. <laughs> We're I gonna have chat. to start going to two podcasts a week if you've got that kind of time on your hands. No, know, that's a point. gift. Gotta, that is a gift. Okay. That mom gave you a gift. You gave her her kid a gift, and she gave you an hour and a half to peruse Steinmart. <laughs> to peruse. <laughs> By the way, what are you buying at Steinmart? Up Steinmart? Oh my gosh, nothing. It was just the top. It just came top of mind. I haven't been to Steinmart <laughs> in like twenty years. Um, but it's fine store. Fine store. Fine okay. Store. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sometimes like you just don't have or sometimes you just don't want to go spend money. Right. It's like you just want to stand somewhere and talk to another adult. And like if I go to Target, I will have to fill up a cart and buy stuff. And I don't want to do that. Okay, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Shopping as as, as a time killer is not a not a healthy habit. You're right. Okay. Um, Hey, wait. But I brought up the baby party versus the, you know, elementary school age party. Parents and alcohol. Are are we going to talk about. The best birthday party in the history of birthday parties. Are we going to talk about Patton's first birthday party? My first. Well, both of my children, actually. Okay, so for my children's first birthday party, I think that I have never, ever um, hosted a first birthday party for my children because the first year is totally for the parents. So for both of my children... I hosted an adult-only cocktail throwdown with, you know, formal invitations, and it said, no gifts, no kids, and it was in the evening, and it was a total just party. I mean, for my oldest son's birthday, I mean, I think people partied until, like, one in the morning, two in the morning, which, like, whoa, I mean, that's, like, an all-nighter in our world, (laughs) but it was fun. Yeah, and so I don't think kids should be a part of first birthday parties. (laughs) I don't think they should have them, get them, enjoy them. I mean, they don't even. Poor know Alyssa going had no idea who she was reaching out to. Yes, Melissa, don't invite your children to your parties, and it'll be amazing. <laughs> children, yeah. Birthday so party, my there's child only one thing not... wrong, and it's all those children. <laughs> right, he got a cupcake, but I mean, he had. We had an adults-only first birthday party, and it was wonderful. Um, 
No gifts, no kids. And then second birthday party was only family. We didn't invite anyone else. We just, well, you were there because you were visiting. But um, for, yeah, but other than that, just family. And then third and fourth, we'll start in on parties. But I right. no, I, I think unless you really love to throw parties and for you, it's an excuse to throw parties. I think a lot of times you see a lot of crying toddlers like, why, why are all these people here? I think that's I don't think that's I mean, we're joking because your invitation was hilarious and actually saying no children invited was pretty funny. But, you know, I think the reality is the, the parties are for the parents in the first and, and, and the photo ops. Right. But um, but I don't think right. that's that crazy an idea to just really have it be about family and a family dinner and you know getting back to our but earlier the first question. year you should celebrate yourself you know the first year <laughs> is a hard year for parents um, right. and truly that's the milestone is you deserve a party you deserve a party <laughs> for yourself because you have survived the first year right um, and that's what we've done and we've enjoyed it all I right like goodie that. bags what do you do for your goodie bags Oh my goodness, goodie bags. Do you listen to What Fresh Hell? Because one of the hosts on What Fresh Hell, I think it's a hysterical podcast. If you guys are looking for something else to listen to besides um besides just ours one day a week, um, they're hysterical. And um and one of the hosts on there just rages against goodie bags. And I and I for the most part am fully on team goodie bags are absurd. Um it just seems ridiculous. It seems like you're just giving your children a bunch of crummy plastic toys. But what I've been doing is instead of a goodie bag, I just give one little treat. So it's like a lollipop or a little thing of bubbles or the huge mistake I made last year. Um, my son had a Minecraft party and I bought green silly string from the dollar store. And I'm like a buck a kid. This is easy. And I bought all green so that I could do creeper faces on the top. You know what I'm talking about? In Disaster. Minecraft, the little very easy square creeper faces. Yeah. yeah, that was a terrible idea. Silly string. Silly string is horrible. I yeah. had no idea how bad silly string was. Right. Holy right. cow. If the sun hits that stuff, like it basically is like Teflon. Yeah. You are not get. I mean. Oh, no. It took Teflon. like six I mean, months to clean up my yard. Silly string was not a not a good solution to this at all. Um, And then uh, but I have done like at the dollar store before, like those giant um, like they're like squirt gun swords. Those were great. But just something like. One little thing. I don't do a little plastic bag full of garbage. We do not need that. That's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Absurd. Yeah, I think so. I usually try to do a book. I really like books. A I think book? Cool. Wow. That is, yeah. you're stepping up your mom game. Well, but I mean, again, like dollar store. So you buy a dollar, you know, but um, but a book and like a ring pop. That's a good thing. You know, you tape a ring pop to a book. That's a good one. Or you're right. I, I mean, dollar store is awesome. Or, you know, when kids are interested in those trees. It would get a pack of trading cards, you know, something that they would think is cool, like a $3 max goodie bag total. But, you know, I'd rather go with something that has a little bit of heft to it. Like kids are excited when they're into Pokemon and they get a pack of Pokemon cards more so than if they get like two stickers and a little plastic ball and, you know, all that kind of stuff. What's the creepiest entertainer you've ever had at a birthday party? Yeah, there was a very questionable Buzz Lightyear at one party, but I think... <laughs> Was it your husband dressed up as Buzz Lightyear? Because <laughs> then you could have saved some money. Um, we once had a magician come to one of our parties. And um, it was actually kind of funny because he, I think, was 95 years old when he showed up. And <laughs> it was amazing. And one of the dads pulled pulled my husband aside and said, he did my birthday party when I was four. Stop it. <laughs> Multi-generational yes, I mean, entertainers. He had been around for a long time. Um, so. All right. So how about some murky, just random, hodgepodge, ambiguous situations? Um, okay. 
let's kind of shed light on some of the best birthday parties we've been to for our kids today. Like, what are some things that we like that might be good to emulate? You know, the most fun that we've had at a party and the most fun that we think our kids have had. Is there anything that specifically stood out as like an A plus party? Hmm. Gosh, it's it's for me, it really is like they were fun when they were really little and it was really a parent party and the kids were having fun. And it was sort of a, a get together you would have done anyway, just really casual. And it was to celebrate another child's birthday. Like that was always fun. It was just an excuse to get here with friends we like. And then after that, it's really the drop off parties. You love dropping off. <laughs> I just apparently you? I love to have adults around me or apparently just to drop it's my like children off. Wheels up on Kirsten's <laughs> car. Like, do you even stop your car before no. you kick them? In I it? slow. I slow down. I slow down. Come on. Fine. I'm the mom who's standing around like, don't worry, I'll help you cut and pass out cake. <laughs> you know what? You know what the mom is thinking? She's thinking, I can cut my own cake. Go to Steinmart, lady. Get out of here. Right. Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of some of our best parties we've been to. But you can't. Um, that's I think that's very telling that nothing is just is just rolling off your lips because children's birthday parties. I mean, they're for the kids. Yeah, you're they're right. They're not for you. I guess that's that's probably true. But I think people really go out of their way here to create beautiful and welcoming and hospitable birthday parties. I mean, they do a good job of thinking about the parents and the parents' needs and providing food. And um, that's just, you know, people people do a nice job to be hospitable. So I, right, I but really when, enjoy it. But here's, it here's the catch-22 of children's birthday parties, right? Like my son went to a party at, do you guys have Top Golf in Birmingham? Has that hit Birmingham yet? We're getting one. They're building it. Yeah. Okay, they're yeah. Actually so they're all it. over the country. If Top Golf is a blast, it's a really fun thing. It's basically a glorified driving range, but they have got food and they've With got drinks booze. and they've got an arcade and it's really fun. And, you know, it's fun to see where your kids come home just fired up about. And that's always fun to see your kid come home and say, oh, we had so much fun. We did this. That's great. But anyway, so my son had an amazing time at this party and you, you do these great parties for kids. But then I do feel like when you try to have a party that's really fun for the entire family and really fun for the parents, then you kind of get into this element of like um, kind of the keeping up with the Joneses thing that people don't like. You know what I mean? It becomes a party about making the parents feel comfortable and it stops me out the kids and people say, oh, I don't even want to throw a party because, you know, I don't feel like throwing this big, fancy, elaborate party. I mean, it's a kid's birthday after all. So it's sort of that catch 22 of like you want to you want to give the parents a nice time and you want to be hospitable, but you also don't want to kind of create this standard of like, oh, so we have to throw these crazy elaborate. Right, that we have to include parents. Because when you do include parents, you your bill goes sky high. I mean, because you're usually providing drinks and other form of entertainment and making your house really nice. And sometimes when you just have a drop-off party, you don't really have to worry about cleaning up everything and making right. things perfect. Right. So that so I, I so. get where you're coming from, but it's also like this element of like, well, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, blast from the past. Have you ever been to a kid's birthday party where they open gifts anymore at the party? Do you remember how that was a thing? Like we would all sit around and watch the child open their gifts. You're right. That's not really a thing anymore, huh? No, because everyone realized that was a horrible idea. But I mean, that was our childhood. You would sit and the child, that was part of the activity. The child would open up their gifts in public and say, oh, I've already got three of these, you know? (laughs) So, okay. So just (laughs) <laughs> or I didn't want the blue Power Ranger. I wanted the red one. <laughs> Maybe you've just solved that problem. We know why. Yeah. So I think that's probably why that doesn't go down anymore. Good point. Um, open the gifts after kids go home. Well, that's a handy pointer. You said we weren't handing out tips today. Um, okay. You mentioned you had a conundrum where you live in Arizona where people were throwing birthday parties during 
maybe like a religious or church time? Is that a real thing? Yeah, no, we had to make a rule. We're just, oh, and it's hard because it's not like I, I want to, it's not like I want to judge these people for having a birthday party on a Sunday morning, but like we as a family have decided there's already so many birthday parties with three children. Saying yes to everyone is really hard because that means you can never travel and all these other things. Um, so we just decided no Sunday morning birthday parties. We made a commitment to our church and we're going to do that. Um, so we just don't do parties on Sunday morning. But there are a lot of parties on Sunday morning and my kids get really mad at me. Like that's a tough one. You know, and if I have never been invited to a birthday party on Because you live in Birmingham and people in Birmingham, it's yeah, the Bible. Okay. You live in the Bible Belt so people don't throw parties on Sunday morning. But I feel like for the rest of the country, a lot of people do, which is like, uh-huh. again, fine. If your it's family a good doesn't time. Go to I mean, church, if you're not right. going to church, like it's a no, great time. No, I get it. And there's, there's not sporting events. You're not competing with like soccer practice. Yeah. And yeah, no, I, I totally get why people do it. But just for our family, we have had to say, like, we're just not going to do Sunday morning birthday parties. And that's fine if you want to do it, but can't say yes to everything. And with three kids, literally, right. if we said yes to every single birthday party, we would do nothing but go to gem places. Right. All right. What age do you think drop-off birthday parties can start? Uh, three. Just kidding. Um, I think it's the age where you don't have kids crying when their moms leave. Oh, that's fair. Okay. You that's know what I mean? Good, I Every, obviously potty proxy. trained, obviously not mm-hmm. separation anxiety. It's kind of like about the age where like drop off play dates are more common than mom stays play dates. I would say that's where you draw that line. Mm-hmm. You? Have you ever planned a party? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's actually, you made a good point. I think that's probably smart. Maybe like five or something. You're right. Just when kids, when kids, when kids happily run into a party, yeah, like that's the proxy. Great. Is when they don't even look back because they're so excited to be wherever you've let them free. And that's whatever. That's, I think that's the perfect age for a drop off party to begin. Agreed. Um, have you ever had a party where like rain has come or some sort of weather event has come up where you've had to reschedule it? And how did that go down? Uh, I live in the desert, so no, I have not. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll share a little anecdote. Um, one time I planned a party for my oldest son in a public park and I didn't take any time to think about permitting or anything like that. <laughs> there was no rain date. There was like nothing. I just decided that, oh, it was an obstacle course party. And like I actually had gotten the PE teacher from the school to come and like do this. So it was it was a legit party. It wasn't just everyone come and run around the playground. Like there was an activity. There was something going down. Well, and there was a big field there. Well, anyway, it was not rain that happened that was a problem. But I get to this park. That's a, yeah, so it was a park. I get to the park like, you know, 45 minutes early to set up my table and all that kind of stuff. And no joke, I could hear it as I was coming, like, bzzz. And all of a sudden I got closer and the sound got louder. And I realized that like the public parks officials had not mown the lawn in many, many weeks. And so it was filled with clover and there must have been a hundred thousand bees like <laughs> nesting in the clover. <laughs> Enjoy my, my party if was like, you live. <laughs> right, like, my first thought was like, oh my God, like I've got to just run through, like I thought like, could I run through willy nilly, you know, just like zigzag running and just scare them all away and like clear the area. But the answer was no. And like the the clock was ticking down and the party guests were about to arrive and it was a football sized field full of bees. We had three bee stings at the birthday party. Wait, you you had it anyway? The show must go on. Don't you know that? We're entertainers. (laughs) It couldn't have gone on in your backyard? 
No, like people had traveled to this park for the party. I mean, you can't just all of a sudden say everyone get in your car and go to a different location. Like it had to happen. But there were like oh, there were actual physical impediments that had maybe I called Parks and Rec or gotten a permit or something. We would not have had the bee problem because maybe someone would have shown up to mow the lawn. Right. Or but, told um, you like, no, we have a massive bee problem in this park. Find another location. Yeah, we had. Three, hey, wait, things. I totally four. lied before. When you said obstacle course, it reminded me. My husband has done a birthday party. Oh, that's cool. Right. Before we had kids, he did my nephew's birthday party. And this was when he was in the military. And my little nephew was obsessed with um, Army. And they mm-hmm. did like an Army birthday party. That's and basically very, he just came cool. and like blew a whistle and made him do some push-ups. And then they all ran through tires. But it was like fun having a, you know, a guy in his military uniform. They loved that. And they love it. That's their favorite thing. I mean, again, and props to my sister-in-law for the free entertainment. I mean, she's also, I will say she, she's very clever. She's also hired her exterminator to come and do a birthday party. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Because we had, we had a really interesting exterminator at one point. Um, He was sort of a catch and release humanitarian exterminator, (laughs) which I mean, I love animals, but you know, right. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. But he had like, he had collected species of all the different insects and he had some snakes and some rodents like he had everything you would want to kill. He would catch and release. And so he had these guys um, and he brought them all for the kids and they got to like see the snakes and see all the bugs and the scorpions. And it was pretty darn cool. Spiders. These little boys oh, very loved neat. it. Right. And again, I love it's the it. exterminator. He was thrilled to chat about this stuff. So free entertainment. Right. I mean, and also what a nice way to like honor someone, you know, and I mean, construction workers, they love that kind of stuff, you know, come and show everyone how to work a jackhammer or like a backhoe or something like that. I mean, that's really, really, that's very creative. Right. Um, well, that actually makes me remember we've done a lot of like public works birthday parties, obviously. Um, <laughs> we did one at the firehouse. That's I think cool. It's always nice. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people probably do firehouse birthdays, but we have a particularly... Shouldn't the firemen be focusing on, like, saving people? Well, they're not that busy all the time unless there's a fire, you know, so they're usually around and then everyone kind of clears the clears the area if a fire should arise. And that's the most exciting because then like the trucks leave and the whistles go on. Your your local fire department seriously lets you come to their to their firehouse for a birthday party. Are you? They're amazing. We live in Mayberry. I mean, it's unbelievable. Not only do they let you come, they've got it down to a science. They like. I mean, they have time slots. Oh, they they hand out coloring books and hats. There's a whole tour. I mean, it's like it's the ultimate free birthday party, right? And we've That's so we've done that. Amazing. That's How awesome. do they not let you do that? Um, Never even crossed my mind to ask. That's amazing, though. Very oh, you've cool. got to ask if your firehouse does it. So ours does it. But so, of course, they don't charge for such a delightful and lovely service. Right. But you need to thank them somehow. I found that they really like it if you bring meat as a gift. Um, so I will bring like some steaks or oh, a thing of, awesome. like some raw steaks or a thing of baby back ribs. That's my um. that's my tip. If anyone's hosting like firehouse or police house birthday parties is that's bring them cool. some food that they can like throw on the grill because, you know, they're always cooking over there. And they kind of like I got that from one of my friends I thought was pretty sharp, Um, you know, like bring a brisket or something that they can cook up and do something with. That's really cool. OK, that's actually an awesome tip. I love that idea. Maybe I'll look into that and see yeah. if, if uh, our city does something like that. That's really cool. Yeah, that's neat. Well, anyway, Kirsten, I think we have seriously covered some birthday party ground. I bet there are a lot more things we will think of after we get off of recording today. But we again, we want to thank Studio Sweden and thank you all for listening today. Yeah, this is great. I mean, birthday parties, 
yeah, you know, mixed feelings on them, but uh, they're so special to our kids. And I think your words of wisdom about it, it's just a short window um, are very true. So we, we and do. Also, them, I we can't stand babies, so I love it when they get older. I celebrate every year of age. Like, I'm just not a baby person. I don't really. So, like, it's truly exciting for me. I'm like, yes, another year in the books. Like, I love them when they get older. So that's one way to celebrate it. Um, Okay, that was good. I like that. We're going to do birthday parties. We've got three coming up this month. So here we go. Thanks for the encouragement, Graham. And thank you all for listening. We will see you here next week.